0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9am Please visit (laughs) (laughs) kpulpit.co.za To do those two things in a row uh, yeah, you can't be all together there, you know. Well, yeah. you did it. <laughs> it's a great, Brad. It, it, says it, some, is great.
1: it says something about your mentality, though, and your physical prowess, I mean, and the fact that you're brave. <laughs> I mean, I can only think of good things to say about this. You might think it was stupid, but for us looking from the outside in, I mean, you chose to do it, and you did well, and you finished both, and you're still smiling, and I mean, you, you kind of set apart. You're doing things that other people only dream about, and they never do because they just can't get to actually doing it.
0: Yeah, so, Brad. It's it's it really it's only God's grace, you yeah. know. I just I realise every day that um, you know there's so many people who would love to to have the freedoms, you know, to live in a place where they can run freely, cycle yeah. freely, particularly the women of our nation, yes. and also just the physical health. So it really is God's grace, and I'm so so grateful for that and of course you know there are people listening to us today who do far greater things far more important things but boy oh boy i can tell you brad it was so lekker to finish the marathon <laughs> on sunday oh my goodness first one ever and uh, people i i, I got a, a a comrades qualifier so people say are you going to do the comrades the good news is the answer is no i will oh. not do it
1: <laughs> oh man once was it ever on your to-do list for your life do it once
0: no, never on my to-do list. Oh, yeah. And I can tell you, 42 kilometers is already probably 10, 10 kilometers beyond my outer limit.
1: Oh, well, so. you did well. The dream is still alive. Don't let it die. Don't let it die. Now, we get to hang out with you and we get to talk about life like we have done. And we also get to talk about things that, well, you answer a lot of questions that we struggle with. And one of the questions we might want to ask is, we can be believers in Jesus and we could have we could have committed our lives to Christ but yet we never truly feel free. And then that's confusing to us because surely we should be free. Don't we have true freedom? How come we don't feel like we're living free? What's going on? Where's the disconnect?
0: Brad, you know, I think this is, I mean, this is just the reality of, of our human nature. We are caught in this battle between what our—you know we want for ourselves and what God knows is is best for us, what Jesus died to redeem so that we can live with freedom. And, and of course, when you insert into that the the reality of, of evil and temptation and our own weakness, it, it does become somewhat complicated. Now, this week, um, one of the passages that I've been meditating on comes from the Epistle to the Hebrews, the Letter to the Hebrews, chapter 12. And I want to read just uh, the first three uh, verses. Listen to this. Um, this, this is what what uh, the author writes to to the believers um, in in this sort of Hebrew Christian faith. He says, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders, and the sin that so easily entangles. Now mm-hmm. that's that's just straightforward uh, good sense. You know, if if you are in a tug of war with sin, the best thing that you can do is just drop the rope. If you're being tempted sexually, if you're being tempted uh, financially, whatever it is, the best thing to do is just walk away. That's, yeah. that's the way in which we deal with the, the temptation of sin. But then he goes on to say, and let us run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us. Mm. So in other words, there, there is, you know, God has this desire, this intention that our lives should move towards fullness towards flourishing, towards wholeness, towards blessing, towards goodness, towards a purpose that God has has marked out for us. That gives us a sense of freedom. Verse 2 says, Therefore fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Now, the thing that strikes me about this is that, that little bit in verse 2. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the, the author and the perfecter of your faith. Mm. I read a beautiful uh, little story um, about uh, an, an, an Indian uh, musician, yeah. uh, Rabbi Dranath Tagore, who, who tells the story of having a, a violin string Uh, Hmm. on his kitchen table, and he says, I have this violin string on my kitchen table. It's free to move in any direction I like. I twist one end, and the other end responds. So Hmm. it is free, but it's not free to sing. So I take it, and I fix it into my violin. I bind it, and when it is bound, it is free for the first time to truly And he goes on to say, you know, the Christian life is a little bit like that. The first time in our lives that we will become truly free is when we bind ourselves to Jesus. When we say, Jesus, you are the author and perfecter of life. You are the one who created me. You know me better than I know myself. You understand the context in which I live so much better. And so what I want for my life, for the lives of those I love, is not my will, but your will be done. So Brad, today's just a little bit of an encouragement to say, you know, if if we're facing that internal sense of unfreedom, perhaps it's it's time to say, Jesus, I want to grow closer to you. I want to be bound more closely to your will. This is this is so
1: and we've spoken about things being counterintuitive when we look at what the word tells us to do versus what the world tells us to do. The idea of being bound to anyone makes comp- speaks completely against what the world would say freedom is all about. And many people choose to not become believers in Jesus or not to give their life to Jesus because they feel that will bog them down. I mean, how many times in your life, because I've heard it in my life, I can only imagine how many times you've heard it over the years, uh, Dion of people saying they they'd rather want to go out and, and have fun first before they give their life to Jesus as if that's the true freedom that they want and then they're going to be bound to Christ and well that's going to mean a life that is very far from fun but they've never met you so they don't really know, what, <laughs> they don't know that, <laughs> what's possible but, but I'm sure you've heard that before this idea of being bound to anything speaks against what the world is, thinks freedom is.
0: Braden, I think that's, the, that's the, the, the challenge that we face. And, you know, It's, it's one of the, the principalities and powers that live in the air of our present age mm. is, is this notion that somehow um, individual freedom, personal freedom is the highest ideal that we can have. Now, certainly in South Africa, I, I, can, I have great empathy with that because of our history. Yes. Uh, the history of subjugation and abuse people people are naturally critical of any system that would say we, we should be bound that our freedom lies uh, in anything other than ourselves but brad I, I just ha- you know, I, I can just testify to the fact if I had to live only by the power of my own hands and mm. you know the, the the little bit of intelligence in my own mind i wouldn 't get very far. Mm. You know, the God who created us, the God who looks upon us in love, the God who, who speaks everything into being and holds everything in being, that's the God who says, if you would just bind yourself to me, I will give you the kind of freedom that you could never even begin to imagine. And, and so I think it is that choice between being the violin string that lies on the table or the one that's, that's uh, strung into the violin. And I think, I think it's time to choose the latter.
1: We love that. That's Professor Dion Foster, thanks for your time this morning. Dion, we love that. That's such a beautiful illustration. That will stay in our minds. And if you want to listen to this again or share it, the podcast will be available for you soon after the program on kpulpit.co.za. Here's to many more active pursuits in your life, Dion, and thanks for inspiring us and guiding us.
0: (laughs) Thanks, my friend, and thanks always for your encouragement. Blessings for the weekend. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m.,